are here to talk about the most anticipated season of your favorite family show and ours, Chesapeake Shore. (laughs) If you're listening on audio, I have here Anne. Hey, y'all. And I have here Carrie. Hi, everybody. And we are going to be basically this is like what our preview show we're gonna kind of take a little trip down memory lane we're gonna talk about the characters we're gonna refresh your memories at least Anne and Carrie are gonna refresh your memories oh gosh my memory is shot (laughs) I'm happy to I'm happy to Carrie seems to be fresher for her so we'll let her take that (laughs) yeah yes yes so here we are, Chesapeake Shore season five. We did not have a season or anything last year. Um, I, and honestly, I'm sure it worked out for the uh, the four act the four female actors on the show because they all had babies oh, last yeah. year. Baby yeah. Shaker. <laughs> yeah, because I know um, uh, Megan Ori had a baby amelia ulrup had a baby lacy j Maley had a baby and um jessica sipos also had a baby yeah and literally they all had babies that like, is fantastic crazy, so yeah. that out for them then you know to have that year to have it off focus yeah. on your family and then come back and give us what we want in a season five <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> boom all right so y'all let's let's just talk about I have questions for you guys let's get to know your Chesapeake shoreness over here (laughs) um who would you say is your favorite character and you you go first oh I don't know you should go first (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting this question uh well I'll say one I'll say one I'm not sure she's my favorite but she's I think she's very good in this series. And that is Barbara Niven's Megan. Megan is super intriguing to me as a mom, as um, an actress, I love her, but just the way that she plays this mom who has such a complicated history within her own family. I think she does this really well. And honestly, I listened to Casey's interview with Barbara Niven last summer and if you are listening home hallmarkies go and find this interview if you didn't hear it she talks a little bit about Megan and like what went in to this character for her and how intrigued she was about this character when she read it and how this redemption she needs to find even within her own family that she Mm -hmm. kind of abandoned but abandoned for good reasons and ever since I heard your interview with her Casey I just have loved her character because it was so thoughtful she's really reserved I mean Nell really is the matriarch of that family the grandmother and the mother and mm-hmm. Megan has to come in and kind of find a place for herself again here and it's more as a peer between her um, adult children and that's so intriguing to me for some reason. I think she plays it really well. She has motherly moments, but she also has like friend moments with them. And she's insecure. She's a little unsure of where she stands a lot of the time, but she's strong. And I love that about her. So she's she's a great character on this show. 
Mm-hmm. Man, you stole mine. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. I think she's great. I think she's beautiful. I think she just, she's, she does yeah. such a great job. So she's my first, my first, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's hard for me to pick a favorite because I'm not like super into this show, but um, um, I think I, out of everybody, I think I would pick Jess. Um, I don't know. I just like her. I like her personality. I like how she's kind of like anxious sometimes and just like says crazy stuff and, um, yeah. you know, and how she's, you know, she's kind of unsure of herself and she's kind of going after this dream and, you know, her sisters and people are trying to encourage her in that. And, you know, she's still like pressing on and, and trying to do it. And they're Jess and David, at least in the last couple seasons have been my favorite, um, couple on this show. Yeah. Um, and, um, I think that Lacey does do, does do a good job and I would love to see her like in a movie, um, for Hallmark and I, they haven't, well, they put her as, was she like somebody's sister or something one time? I have never, I don't think I've ever seen her in a Hallmark. I feel like she might've. I have. Which one? It's called this. It's this little movie called Sign Sealed Delivered. The pilot oh, movie. Oh, Sign Sealed Delivered. <laughs> maybe that's what I've seen her because I have seen that, and maybe mm-hmm. I saw her, and I knew it was a smaller part, and um, and I knew that you know she's obviously on the show, but, but, but I like Jess. I think I think she's a good character. Yeah. I think she's mm-hmm. fun. I think she, you know, maybe I can relate to her in some ways. So that's yeah. how I kind of like her. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. Cool. That's funny because that would be probably my my next favorite character. <laughs> and I think one thing which is interesting about Megan and Jess, and for for me seeing it from an outsider, obviously, mm-hmm. it's interesting because they're so polar opposite and they've had so mm-hmm. much strife mm-hmm. and there's so much tension between those two yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. And they both grow in yeah. different ways. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I find their growth very interesting. Yeah. Um, for Megan, I find her growth interesting just as a mom mm-hmm. and just watching her and her struggles as, you know, a mom to these children and their his- and the history with Mick and all of that stuff. And then with Jess, I find it interesting because her character used to drive me nuts in season one, <laughs> but she's like one of those <laughs> lovable ones that you're just like, I want to wring your neck, but I also like want to give you a big old hug at the same time. Yeah. 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 I could definitely see that. Yeah. Well, she's, she's the baby of the family. And that's what I appreciate about all these characters. And I think why it's hard to choose a favorite because certain seasons come and go where you're like, oh, I really like Kevin. Like one season, I remember being like, Kevin is awesome. He's solid. He's, he keeps the family together. Mm-hmm. He's, he's soft. He's sensitive to everyone's needs. He wants to help. He wants to heal. But then like, then one time he annoyed me, you know, like, but then there was someone else in the ensemble to come in and fill my favorite role. But mm-hmm. as a family drama, I love everything that the family brings together and all the different, like the roles that they all play within their own family. Right, like mm-hmm. Abby being the oldest, um, type A, put together, business, super smart. Who's next? Kevin is next, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oldest boy, but he's he's so sensitive and he played a really unique role in his whole family when it was falling apart. Then who? Bree. Mm-hmm. Bree feels like totally un, uh, um, understood, not understood. She's not like Abby. She's not like her dad. She's a lot more like her mom probably than she even wants to be Yeah, artistic <laughs> and 
Then you have Connor who wants to be the king of the castle. And he just is so annoying sometimes. But yes. I love him. I love Connor and how, how crazy he can be and wild. And there was a time when they were eating ice cream together and he chose like blue moon or something. Like he had this big blue garish ice cream cone. I was like, <laughs> you're 28 years old. Like what are you doing? <laughs> but then there's Jess, the baby of the family. I just love what they all bring to the table. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that they are all flawed characters. And yeah. I think that's what makes this series you know I think that's what works for the series is like Mm -hmm. you don't have this perfect little family with perfect individuals with their perfect little romances and lives and jobs and blah 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 blah. it makes them really relatable and I think when we do get frustrated at them I think that's a good thing because then it shows that you know there's growth and you know we can relate to some of these things or we can Mm -hmm. empathize with different um circumstances that happen in the o'brien family so i think Mm -hmm. that's um that's important yeah so yeah yeah my neck oh go ahead i was just gonna say this family is like one big happy uh uh-oh to me like uh (laughs) uh-oh what's going on like what's going next like they are crazy (laughs) i feel like that should be a quote pulled out and put in a little (laughs) instagram thing yeah chesapeake shores the family that makes us go "Uh uh-oh yeah (laughs) that's the quote that's it yeah so my next question um i want to know who do you guys relate to most out of the o'briens and I'm an oldest of two kids. I have a younger brother. Mm-hmm. And then, Anne, you have a younger, younger brother. Mm-hmm. Yep. Harry, mm-hmm. you have sisters? I have sisters. I have, there's four of us girls and I wow. am tied for second. I'm a twin. That's right. I oh, always that's right. a twin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's always like something I feel like you have to know about somebody and I always forget. <laughs> I know yeah so i it's a big family and but we're all girls we don't so the brothers intrigue me in this in this show but um Mm. yeah i'm third second and third (laughs) okay okay so who would we relate to you mean yeah personality wise somebody that you kind of see characteristics of yourself in that character or you can blend characters because you know yeah hmm. and who would you say it's hard I'm, I'm trying to think um i feel like i'm really different than all of them um Ooh, tell us that <laughs> <laughs> well i'm not creative like brie mm-hmm. um i am not a career oriented person or i don't have children like abby <laughs> Um, I'm not the youngest like Jess, um, but I don't know. I feel like I relate to something about her, but I'm trying to think about what exactly it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She's kind of just like, well, no, I don't know. I can't even, I can't even tell you what it is, (laughs) but maybe uh, more like, uh, I, I feel like you would be a mix between like Abby and Kevin, 
because Kevin is super laid back and you're also mm. like pretty laid yeah. back. You're kind of like, you take care of all of us, the hallmarkies behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> but you have, you have a way of like, you, you know, like you have a, um, a way to do things in the world mm-hmm. and a way that you think things should be done. Right. Like, yeah, yeah that's definitely true. Yeah. yeah. So that's like an Abby and yeah. Abby, right. Like, yeah there's a way things should be done and we need to be do the right thing no matter what we feel we need to do the right thing and Abby's like that yeah very orderly well look at you guys you just diagnosed me yourself so now that's (laughs) what it is you guys they told you because I can't even figure it out (laughs) that's good which Chesapeake character you know are you well these two ladies know I guess for me yeah, but I like that combination. That's a complimentary combination because Kevin definitely, you know, has good qualities. And of course, you know, Abby does. So, yeah, yeah, I like that. They're two strong people, but they also they need community, right? They need yeah. they need the others in their lives. They can't go it alone. Yeah. So um, you're you're very much like that, I think. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> OK, I I think I hate to say it. But I do think I'm a mix of Brie and Connor. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because, because you know, Brie's creative and I, I'm creative. Yes. I'm yes. more yeah, I'm definitely more creative. creative. Yeah, I'm very more yes. creative side than, than anything. Connor is, I, he's just kind of a, a goofball. And he, that's his, his um, shield, I think. Hmm. Um, he is strong. He is, he has deep opinions and deep standards, but he's also going to be, um, he's going to, first, he's going to show you his, his goofball side and maybe be underestimated a little bit. I don't know. So the, I kind of feel like a little bit of a combination of them. And if they are, they're like the third and fourth in the family. So I don't know, it kind of plays to my position in my own family. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Casey, what about you? I was going to say, yeah. Oh, yes. About me. <laughs> um, I'm, I know I'm very much an Abby. Definitely. I think you have to sprinkle a little bit of Brie and the writing in there and the mm-hmm. writer's block. Cause I really just connected with her, um, in earlier seasons when she was going through that yeah. and then a little hint of, um, Connor and his just like anger. <laughs> because remember he would get so angry and just he would just fly off and I'm I'm like I I just want to punch you right now but I also know what it's like to feel such betrayal and want it like what and just want justice for people um Mm -hmm. especially like you know when you've been badly hurt like he was obviously hurt by his mother somebody he deeply trusted when he was younger and I can see myself being the same way being a little more aggressive yeah but then also like taking it back a little bit like Brie because Brie was very passive aggressive and like Mm -hmm. you know um so I I would say mostly Abby if you had a pie chart Mm. and then you just (laughs) sprinkle a little Brie and sprinkle a little Connor in there yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, nice. sometimes I think if you want to find out who you're most like, you've got to think about not who you admire, but who you're annoyed by. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. sad to say. It's usually the stuff about you that annoys you about other people, honestly. Yeah. 
honestly tv real life wherever you are that is <laughs> that is up, just, you'll see yourself <laughs> yeah human nature 101 right there absolutely We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. So let's dive into season five. Ooh, exciting. We have a new showrunner this season, and it is Thief Sutton. Um, Thief also did Darrow and Darrow, which is like a top favorite of mine. And so I'm very excited about the writing and to see how this season is going to play out. Because I will be honest with y'all, the last couple of seasons weren't exactly my favorite. There were a lot of unanswered questions for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a lot of just like, I just had to, there was a lot of times I had to play my own imagination. Yeah. Because I would have questions about like, well, why did this person do this? And why did they think this? And why did they say this? And why wasn't this mentioned? And blah, 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 blah. So I was constantly like conjuring up, you know, different ideas for the characters and like putting myself in that character. So for example, like Abby and the whole um, on again, off again with Trace. So many questions with that, but I'm like, okay, as a mom, how would I feel? How would, you know? Yeah. And I don't, I shouldn't have to do that for a TV show, Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like you should be able to just kind of watch it and let it like, you know, play watch over you. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. definitely holes where you're like, okay, what's going on? Like, why is this person reacting like this? Yeah. Why did, what's the motivation behind this person doing this? Like, yeah, lots, yeah. Several, lots of holes. So I hope we get some of those holes to... <laughs> we don't have holes this season we don't want a holy season yes no holy season no <sighs> so yeah so hopefully they kind of you know tie it up and that's no it's no fault to the let me also just dis- disclaim that's no fault to the actors or the acting or anything like that yeah. it was really within the script that i was having mm-hmm. issues with so um just want to throw that out there so yeah um I have the tv insider um article on season five up so I was just gonna kind of run down through it um and we'll just kind of talk about what we what we hope for in these characters what we're not looking forward to for these characters (laughs) maybe some apprehensions because I have some um, well, it, was, it was a good article and I'm really glad they released this article actually when they did because it got it gave us time to anticipate 
mm-hmm. in an exciting mm-hmm. way, like not in a dreadful way. Like, oh my God, I have to watch the show. It was like, I now, I wanted to watch the show. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Yes. It did make me more excited. Exactly. Yes. To hear about new direction. And yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. I love that. So the first grouping we're going to talk about is Abby and all her people. (laughs) (laughs) All her people. All her people. So if you didn't know, um, Jesse Metcalf is leaving Chesapeake Shores. Yeah. Yeah. How do we feel about this? You know, how do we feel about Abby and Trace? How do we feel about Abby and Trace as a whole? It's been four years. Right. We're going on year number five. How, how, how's our feelings about this? Well, I have to tell you, I, I know that Trace is leaving the show, but my daughter does not know. I'm leaving that for her to discover. And I wanted to break the news to her so many times, but I am like, I just, I'm going to let her like discover it. So I'll kind of see her reaction, but season four was, it was, it did have plot holes, but honestly, I liked that they were in the same town, but not together. I liked that she had this intriguing new guy, the third grade teacher, Jay Ross. Um, She felt freer to me, uh, Abby, as a character. Trace was heartbroken, but handling things I felt like in a mature way, instead of trying to like have these emotional talks with her all the time. Like they just, I liked that separation and it made sense to me like, oh, he's leaving the show. I kind of was like, okay, oh, cool. Where's Abby gonna go from here? You know, and it was like an exciting mm-hmm. thing to me. Um, I don't know, bless his heart though. I mean, and I'll say something again after you, but what's your initial thought? I mean, so the the only season that I actually liked Abby and Trace was season one. It was fresh. They're falling in love. You know, everything was easy at that point. Yeah. Once we hit two through, <laughs> once we hit two through four, it was just like, whoop, just a steady decline for me personally. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was just, it just felt so like, okay, we get it. Like, you know, you're not okay with his job. This is what he does. Like, I get it. It's not good for your family. It's not it's I I wouldn't want to be with somebody who did that I get it but it just felt so like just we just kept talking about it kept having the same conversations the same problems and I'm just like okay obviously you just can't be with this person if you don't if they want to do this and you can't discourage them not to do it because you love them so it's not going to work so I'm glad (laughs) that Trace is going to go live his musical dream away from Abby and do it and that Abby can hopefully find somebody who lines up better with what she needs, what she wants, and with her family and everything. Yeah. So I'm very hopeful for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> typically, typically with Hallmark, we see the high school boyfriend second chance romance work out. We see it work out. We, yeah. It's wrapped up in a nice bow and a you know hour and a half movie. But this one does not, not only does it not work out, but it drags on. It drags on. That's what, yeah. You literally could feel it, feel the dragging. (laughs) Yeah. That's what made it painful. Oh, you know, at first I was like, Trace is like fighting, like fighting everybody in his life. He's like causing problems he's being um rebellious like what is he going on he's really his own worst enemy 
But then by season four, honestly, or season three, maybe, I was just so annoyed with everybody in his life who had like an opinion. Mm -hmm. I was like, everybody has an opinion on this poor guy's life. Like Mm -hmm. someone just has to encourage him. He would make a decision and like somebody, whether it was Mm -hmm. Mick or that old country singer or Abby or his parents, somebody would have a problem with it. And I was like, poor guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Especially yeah. Yeah, like he was kind of a almost a punching bag in the last season. <laughs> which I mean, I, I felt again, there's a lot of potholes and I felt bad, but um I feel the same way as you guys do. I uh, liked Trace and Abby in season one, even going into season two, and then it just started kind of going downhill from there. Um if you've been with us for a bit, you know that I recapped, I believe it was season three with our friend Lisa at, um, she used to be Girl Gone Hallmark. Now she's the All This Book, aka Lisa Faco. And, um, and also Rachel, Rachel, um, the queen of the Hallmarkies podcast. Um, we recapped season three and I remember we would just go on about like Trace and Abby and, <laughs> It was to the point where Lisa and I really liked Victor Webster's character better for Abby. We called yeah. him um, hashtag hot PTA dad. <laughs> yeah, he was so great. And we even had like hashtag team Dobby on there because we're like, I don't even remember his name, but like we, we, mm-hmm. we you know, meshed them together for Dobby. <laughs> I was just kind of over the whole Trace and Abby thing. So, yeah. um, which Side note, I think in the books, Trace and Abby do end up together. Uh, I believe they do. I think that's right. Yeah. And Hmm. it's completely different circumstances and all of that. So if you are a hardcore Trace and Abby fan, go read the Mm -hmm. books. Um, You'll probably like their relationship better in the books, even more than the TV show. So Now, I do not, I did not fault her character for giving him a second chance for kind of reliving her Chesapeake days as a teenager with this, her teenage love, her first love. Mm -hmm. Like, I really didn't fault her for getting back into that relationship. That first love is a powerful thing. And Mm -hmm. if you're in the, you're in the same town, you're doing this again, but it's 10 years later, you know, that maybe more than 10 years later, that's a I don't fault her for that. Yeah. Went on a little long. And that's why I think I liked in season four. I liked that he had maybe another interest. You know, it was professional at first, but he did kiss this Emma girl. And then Mm -hmm. I liked that she had another interest. I could see him on the show Mm -hmm. with going his separate direction, just not being with Abby, but Mm -hmm. he's not. So, yeah. 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 I like Jay. When they introduced Jay, I was like, yeah. And even yeah. Victor Webster's character. And so that's like, that's kind of bad when it's like the lead couple and everybody's like, as soon as somebody else is there, they're like, yeah, why don't you be with this person? Right. <laughs> you know, but that's just how it was. It just felt like, okay, we need like somebody else. But I did like Victor, Web- whatever his name was, I did like him. And I really mm-hmm. liked Jay in last season. So I'm glad he's coming back and that Me he too. will have a chance in this triangle we got. <laughs> he said the word. <laughs> everyone freak out (laughs) i know let's wait before that though speaking of this article that you brought up casey and like this triangle you know everything i'm seeing promo wise seems like a triangle between abby and two people 
but I heard maybe it was Bree's triangle. Is that? I heard that Bree had a triangle too. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about triangles for a second. <laughs> if you know me, which I'm sure you all do, if you listen to, you know, the podcast, mm-hmm. I am triggered by geometric shapes made of three lines that connected three points as due to in, a certain show as yeah. a, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> um, yes, as a romance, uh, I, Always like, okay, test big shores. Yay, no triangles. And then they are like, hey, we're bringing in a new character for Abby. And I'm like, but, 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 but Jay. Yeah. Like, what? Like, and then the promos, you guys, they're, they're fixing to like, they're fixing to throw me into some kind of (laughs) something (laughs) emotionally because PTSD. Yeah, yeah, I have a little bit of one calls the heart trauma. Um, <laughs> from this wow. triangle. So, I would think you're not as dedicated to Abby as you were as you are yes. to Elizabeth, though. So there's a there's a possibility for you to maybe just observe the triangle. I mean, yes, there is that because we only had Jay for a few episodes. And I, yeah. I was thinking about this earlier. I'm kind of like, did I like Jay for Abby because he wasn't Trace? maybe Uh, that could be it so I'm really trying and hoping to go into this with like fresh eyes I'm really hoping that they show us that if it's not supposed to be Abby and Jay that it is made very clear like oh these two really are just not they're not on the same page um he could be a good kind of gateway guy to a new big love yeah he at least showed Jay, the character at least showed Abby that it didn't have to be hard. You know, mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't have to be hard. Painstakingly like hard. Yeah. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. so, yeah. he was easy. He was juice boxy. He was, you know, come and let's be about the kids together. <laughs> like he was easy. Yeah. Just easy. Is, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, mm, I just hope they let me down really easy. Now I, I feel like they, I feel like they, they, they could. I feel like we can, I can release Jay to his juice boxes and a life without Abby because we have who joining us this season? Robert Buckley. Robert Buckley. I love him. I'm so excited. <laughs> tell us why you're excited I want to hear more um well um for anybody who would like to as carrie said uh rachel and i got to do an interview with robert buckley last christmas before the christmas house so i got to actually speak to him and he is just a very nice human being and i am of the generation of one tree hill so I have a special place in my heart for all of those people. And one of those people is Robert Buckley. <laughs> and he just has so much charm and charisma. And um, he just, he lights up the screen. He yeah. is just so, um, he does banter really well. And he just has this charm that's just so good. So I'm just so excited to see him, you know, come to Chesapeake Shores and, you know, in the Christmas house, um, 
his dad is, you know, played by Treat Williams. And so I'm That's sure right. Treat Williams and him seem to have gotten close from their social media interaction I've seen. So I don't know if Treat suggested him and was like, hey, we should bring Robert in because he's great and he's played my son before and he'd be great on this show. Yeah. Um, so maybe that played a part, which, you know, they already have good chemistry. So it'd be interesting to see if as a new love interest for Abby, how, you know, him and Robert or, you know, um, what's his name? Je no, what's his name in the show? uh it's, yeah, it's, it's evan right. evan oh. i have a, yeah evan how um you know him and evan will interact you know with abby and mm -hmm. all that so yeah. i'm excited yes yeah <laughs> i love that i i'm excited too i think um i mean again with this article that we keep uh there was it was just such a great article in the what was it tv guide and it was all about chef speak shores and all about the future all about season five and he they said something about bringing, you know, laughter back to the mm -hmm. set, mm -hmm. which is really an interesting kind of an intriguing quote, like, ooh, was there no laughter on the set? Or was it just that because they missed last season or, or what? But yeah. it already seems like he brought like a fresh, Mm -hmm. freshness to the to the set um if look I, at these cuties okay like look at, <laughs> look, at the, look at the pure joy okay like yeah. that. it just seems like they needed him they yeah. need freshness and okay. new life and joy so yeah. i'm excited you know, how that translates on screen and mm. you know you know what now that i'm thinking about it you're right because chesapeake shores was like really serious it like, kind of really if, was you, you know if you think about it all of the couples were very serious you have mm -hmm. trace a serious guy with abby who's a serious girl you have um uh what is jessica sipos's character is it sarah. Really? oh sarah. Sarah. sarah sarah and kevin both again serious people you have brie who could kind of be a little funny but then she had you know um simon again serious the only real levity was kind of jess and david right. and i think that's why people love them so much because they were kind of the like little light spot of <laughs> you knew you knew their scenes were going to be good right yes. it was going to be just kind of funny something wrong happened to the inn and they were going to weather it together <laughs> yeah. like yeah. yeah exactly exactly reading the so i'm reading the tv insider and it says here spiritually he's a golden retriever buckley says with the laugh he's very curious excited guy so I think that'll be good I mean my my um confidence is is it's going up it's good because I I can see Abby needing somebody a little more fun than yeah. she is yes yeah yes yeah. we need that so <laughs> we just need a let down Jay easy like yes, please just do. do that for me because I do like Jay yeah yeah <laughs> And, you know, I feel like that's what this Jay character kind of brought to season four. He brought like a, a, a sweetness and a levity to it. But but no doubt Robert Buckley is going to come in and bring it, bring it like much more and be a better fit for Abby. I hope that that's how it's going to go. Mm -hmm. how, how could it not he's on the promo he's on the poster like he's on the website their two faces are so big <laughs> on the website <laughs> he's in he's I, in he's fine yeah, absolutely he'll be he's, in, he's on tv guide i mean you know yeah yeah all there so <laughs> yeah. all right so i'm glad we had this talk about abby and her love 
square because <laughs> I was really sad about Jay, but now you've reminded me that, you know, Robert Buckley, he's, he's going to be a good one, guys. He's going to be a he good is. one. He <laughs> is. I have hope. All right. Yes. So the next grouping I have here is um, Kevin and Sarah, mm-hmm. the newlyweds. We don't know a whole lot about what's going to happen with them, except they're talking about expanding their family. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it says here that they are struggling to start their family. And I don't know what struggling means if it means they just, they're not on the same page. Like maybe mm. one would like to start a family now. The other's like, I don't know about this. Or if they are um, trying to start their family and are having trouble. Yeah. Um, we do see in one of the promos, Kevin has a talk with Mick and he says, do you think I'll be a good father? Which I feel like that's going to be a heart wrenching moment right there. Yeah. Like yeah. for mm-hmm. d- dad and son. Yeah. A heart to heart. Mm-hmm. That'll probably be serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the history and, you know, everything they have going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I like them as a couple. I really think that they provided a lot of what we want not levity but steady moments of a good relationship for the Mm -hmm. most part they liked each other they made things work they wanted to be together they brought out good things in each other you know they they really are probably the best relationship right now in the O'Brien family apart from Jess and David but just that they are you know they're older they're a little more mature I am afraid that if they make this if they drag on a we can't get pregnant storyline i'm not gonna like that very much yeah Mm -hmm. that's just that's just hard and sad yeah 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 Yeah. um and you know i know i mean from one calls the heart i I know that's a really frustrating thing is like people want to see rosemary and lee have a baby it's been like five years still no baby and everyone's like ah so yeah i'm with you on that i feel like if you're going to do a storyline where for Hallmark, if you're going to do a storyline where infertility is a theme, give them a happy ending either. And you know, that happy ending can be adoption of a child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, I mean, that's a story in itself. You have a child that comes from some kind of like a trauma if it's an older you know older child or whatever and then you have these two parents who are thrown into the situation where they're insta parents and right you know there's a lot of stories that you can build from bringing an adoption into yeah. this family and especially with the o'briens i mean you know the o'briens they're a big loving family and so yeah. how would they you know how would they handle you know an adoption in their family yeah. Um, and so, and I understand why sometimes shows don't bring on babies or a lot of babies because they're hard to work with. They only have so many hours. You have to have multiples, yeah. twins, whatever. So, um, so that is kind of something that I am hoping for in season yeah. five. If we're going to go down the family route and they're struggling to have a baby, like let's, let's give them at least some kind of joy at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the next 
group is the next triangle. Yeah, okay. Oh, so... Everybody should take a deep breath. <laughs> it is yes. Brie, played by Amelia Uluru. Um, and I'm just going to read this here. Playwright sister Brie returns from a successful London run and jumps into a creative writing position at the University of Maryland and perhaps a love triangle. The department head, Matthew Kevin Anderson, that's the actor, is her former high school nemesis and a crush from her teen years gets a job at the Bridge Bar and that crush is played by Stephen Hussar. Um, (laughs) So we all know Stephen Hussar. Um, I'm going to pull up Matthew Kevin Anderson. You would write, you will recognize his face. He was in a lot of the mysteries. Um, Yes. Aurora I, Tea Garden. Okay, yeah. Okay. I saw a picture he of him and I was like, I've seen him in a bunch of, yeah. Yes. Um, he's also in Ruby Herring. He is one of the um, main side characters in The Gourmet Detective. Oh, um, yeah. He played oh Monroe. And he was in All of My Heart, The Wedding. Was he in he Over in the Moon in Love? Yes, he was in Over the Moon in Love. Okay. I think he was Wes's friend. Yeah. Yes my, yes. my favorite movie that he's been in, the side character, is a Flip That Romance. Um, I loved Flip That Romance. And yeah. he has a fun side character romance with mm-hmm. um, someone else. And he is good in that. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun to have him come in. Mm-hmm. He's a little older if i remember right is he supposed to play like kind of an older guy for brie or no well they were high school nemesis no so. oh never mind. <laughs> so he probably shouldn't be Scratch <laughs> that well i think because in the mysteries he's always like well i mean besides gourmet detective he just kind of plays that character who you're kind of like what's yeah. going on here <laughs> yeah. so maybe that's why but I like him. Okay, high school nemesis. I'm all for in high school nemesis. Nemesis. I mean, I think that is so fun. That that has potential to be really fun. Those scenes. Yeah, I like. I as like a triangle. I really like that crush and like high school nemesis. Like these is this is a this is a solid triangle. Too too good. Interesting. You know. Brie is so awkward. Brie is like. Oh my god. She's (laughs) awkward like things with her face and is like. Okay, you know, and then she like goes off. Stage. I love Emily. She's so good. Yeah, she is so she good. She does that so well to like that those mannerisms and like awkwardness. She, yeah. She's gonna yes. nail that. Yes, <laughs> and Brie always finds herself in the middle of a triangle. Like, do you all remember with her ex boyfriend and Simon in the same room, oh. and then well, it's like, I mean, it wasn't that. a true triangle, but yeah. still, it was like. She did that. Uh, that was her own making. She could not let Martin go and open yeah. her up to somebody That's else. That's right. So. I remember. Yeah. This yeah. would be nice if she's free and it just kind of happens organically. And mm-hmm. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. I think it can be fun. Um, we have two solid guys. We have no expectations. So, I mean, I guess I'm here for another triangle. <laughs> Triangles all over Chad's Peak Shores. Oh, goodness. Uh, good. Just I, listen, all I ask is you, ha- you have somebody in mind, you just make it very clear and you let the other person go gracefully. That's all I ask. It's not yeah. hard, y'all. 
it's not hard. <laughs> no, it's possible. I mean, Anne and I have been talking about Murder, She Baked and the Triangle on Murder, She Baked series. And it's possible to figure that yeah. out. And so just mm-hmm. take a cue from Hannah Swenson and you will be fine. Yeah, they did that. They wrote that a lot mm-hmm. better. Yes. Or it's just, it wasn't like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You didn't feel like, you know, betrayed or like, yeah you know it was Mm -hmm. like okay like we understand like we understand who she's gonna choose we understand they're both no neither one's the wrong guy and they both have something to offer Mm -hmm. but she's also yeah so that was good it didn't feel unfair it felt very much like real life like this oh yeah this Mm -hmm. this would happen yeah so does it say does it give any indication about connor's storyline because connor is due for something substantial like come on give him someone else behind it beside danielle i'm really glad he unloaded danielle (laughs) not like that on it oh my goodness yes okay let's yes connor is my next person here i do have it up according to tv insider lawyer sibling connor played by andrew francis meanwhile begins work at a baltimore law of a baltimore firm and may get to play hero in his dad's brewing legal battle with crafty construction vendor paul dilfer who claims mick knowingly used inferior concrete in projects so um i think we'll see more i guess more lawyer action from connor um, I remember seeing a female in some of the previews with Connor. Yeah, I, I did kinda, see one. Did you do you know who that's played by? I, I was did not. It, it was kind of like a backside view, so I couldn't really see. I couldn't see a face or anything, so I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm, I'm ready to find out who that is and if I'm gonna like them, and you know, prejudge the situation. Like, I just need more information about mm-hmm. Connor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i think to be honest i do think he was the one out of everybody to come in and provide some levity provide some funny moments and um kind of some silly business and stuff and so mm-hmm. because that's kind of been his history in the family even though he's deeply angry um mm-hmm. he the times that he got serious one-on-one with with a sibling or something were really tender i thought Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. sweet and yes i don't know i liked them yeah yeah i i just hope we get connor outside of the law drama yeah 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 Yeah. because that's just one yeah that's just one thing I know in pr- past seasons, like the drama is always the business. It's making the business and that's a big storyline. And I'm kind of like, yeah. can that, we can have that drama, but we can have that kind of playing through the background instead of being a main focus. Yeah. Um, that was another thing with Connor too. It's kind of like, okay, he has, there's a lot of angst there with like the job and trying to figure where he's going, but like, it was too much for me in past seasons it was like okay we we get it being in debt up to your eyeballs and trying to find a job and pass the law like the boards for you know your for to be an attorney that's hard mm-hmm. um and getting a job as a mid 20 something year old and trying to make it like yes yeah. we can we can see that but we also need a little bit more yeah we need something different for him and then when they brought back danielle i was like 
No, thanks. I mean, here's the thing, though, about um, this family, the O'Briens. They had, at very tender ages, their mom their left. And for reasons that she described, you know, postpartum depression, she wasn't well. She had to go get healthy. And then when she was healthy, you know, the kids were like, why didn't you come back? She's like, yeah. everything was different, you know. And mm -hmm. so now we actually have everybody in the same place in Chesapeake Shores. And they are all, I felt, I feel like living in a state of a little bit of arrested development where they are now trying to make up for lost time. So mm -hmm. to me, it, I understand the back and forth between Connor, like, should I leave? Should I go? Should I stay here? Should I work for family? Because he's just so drawn to Chesapeake Shores and wanting to be there mm -hmm. to try to have, like, to piece this family together. Like, you kind of just see this in every character. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, he's older and needing to find a job and you just go find it wherever because that's what you do when you get a career. But he has this underlying family situation that is really strong pull for everybody mm -hmm. to stay close. And I don't know, it kind of made sense to me that he would work for the uncle, he'd work for the dad. He'd try to just hang out and be like, oh, what else can I find in Baltimore? Like, mm -hmm. to me, that made sense. I don't know. It was yeah. a little drama with, and a little boring sometimes because it was all about work, but. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I totally get that. No, like I, I can relate, you know, being about the same age or, you know, a little older than Connor. And like, I've had, I have a friend who went through, um, you know, getting her law degree and then all of that. It's just for a TV show. It was too much <laughs> of the back and forth and like. <laughs> it was too heavy on that, you know? Yeah, and I yeah. was like, let's give Connor some, like, I don't know. Yeah. Something, something lighter. <laughs> something lighter. Yeah. yeah. This is Hallmark. Yeah. Can we give him like a little, like, yeah, something lighter. Like a festival yeah. plan or something or like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. Something, something fun like that. Or maybe he gets into cahoots with Jess or yeah, one of his siblings. It, it just, I'm ready for Connor to have some, some humor come into his life yeah yeah kind of lighten him up <laughs> um the last o'brien sibling we have is the newest bride-to-be of chesapeake shores <laughs> jess and her fiance david they're planning their wedding and it is a mid-season wedding oh nice. according to this article yep yeah so I have all the hope. I have all the hope for Jess and David's storylines. I mean, we all know, we talked about it earlier. They're the levity in the show. Mm -hmm. There's going to be cahoots with the pair, with his parents. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there are going to be cahoots with her family because let's be real. When there's a wedding and a big family, there is a lot of opinions, a yes. lot of discussions, yes. a lot of drama. drama family yeah. emotions come up it's just a lot of it's just a lot a wedding is a lot especially in a big family like that mm -hmm. and this caption says um talks about jess grinning and bearing it with her future in-laws when they visit so oh yes that's uh, i'm sure gonna be fun <laughs> it'll be fun to see jess grin and bear it <laughs> because <laughs> she'll, she'll do that in a funny way so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, they're at a good place. And I just hope that they can, they, the storyline continues at a good place for them. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, 
Yeah. But doubt the wedding planning, doubt the the type of dress and the flowers that you want, but don't give me the drama of doubting David. Like he is so steady. Yeah. He is so mm-hmm. there with you. He's a hundred percent in it. She better not, she better not do that. That's I re- when Hallmark does that, I really don't like it. So yeah, I mm-hmm. yeah. It really yeah. it really bothers me. So I really hope they don't do that. Like you said. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Especially when it's in a series and it it's gone on for a long time. It's like, all right, let's get them, let's get them hitched. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it done. They're so happy. They're so happy together too. So that's good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't take one more scene with him going, Jess, Jess, and like following her off the screen. Like that's that's a good start with that. That was a good impression. I like that. <laughs> Great Carla Marx. Yeah, Carla <laughs> Marx. <laughs> All righty. Um, so let's talk about the the parents really quickly. Um, okay, so according to the TV Insider, although Noble Mick is devastated by the challenge to his reputation. Williams hasn't been this happy to go to work since the early seasons of his 2002 to 2006 family drama Everwood. He says he loves how instrumental the kids are in their father's life. The actor quotes lyrics from the Sinatra standard the second time around to describe Mick and ex-wife Megan growing closer. Mm. I like it. Uh Uh-huh. And I mean... We did see a little spark. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. I actually loved that scene where, what was it? Oh, um, Sarah and Kevin around the big family table had said, you know, they're already married. Everyone kind of dealt with the disappointment of that. And they said, you know what we would like to have that we would like to have a wedding reception here. And everyone was like, oh, yay, yay. And Mick, he like, because he knows how invested Megan was in it. He like kind of like, does something tender and sweet to like her hair and her um whatever her shoulder and they look at each other and you see Connor and you see Jess and like their faces are like what is happening over there that is a new development the alarm sounded <laughs> what's going on you Physical know that contact was made in a comforting way <laughs> you know that 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 sibling group text blew up that night oh I mean, like, (laughs) it totally blew up. That's what I would like to see again, by the way, is more ice cream, like ice cream. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's siblings. It's adorable. I love those scenes. So, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Anything else that you guys are looking forward to this season or hopes and dreams for season five of Chesapeake Shores before we wrap up? Mm hmm. Yeah, you know, I would love to hear Nell have an Irish accent again. I think that that would be fantastic. She had such a strong Irish accent in season one. And it kind of like she loses it a little bit. It's like wavers. (laughs) It wavers. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. No, Looks I think Nell is a great character. She has such great wisdom for the family. And really sticks it out with every one of them. I think she's so great. So I joke mm-hmm. about the Irish accent, but I'm a little bit serious about it as well. I'd love to hear that come back. And I would like them 
yeah, I would just like to see, you know, Brie and Connor find, find true love. I really would. I think Abby will for sure, but yeah. I'm excited to see where Brie and Connor go with um, their romances. If yeah. mm -hmm. I'm interested yeah. to see where both those go to, because yeah, I'm pretty sure about, um, Robert and um, Abby or um, Evan and Abby. So I'm feel good in that department that we're going to get some, hopefully some good stuff, but yeah, I would like mm -hmm. to see, I, I, I'm interested to see how Bree's triangle plays through with these, you know, nemesis and crush and how those, you know, how that works. I'm, I'm intrigued. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. One thing that is very weird is that we have two triangles coming to Chesapeake Shores and we have three women with bangs. And I'm just like, what happened? <laughs> Everyone's like, a bang is how you transport transport forward in time. Like, what is the deal with all the women having bangs? Like, what? <laughs> I was looking at this promo. I'm like, okay, Barbara Niven now has bangs. Um, you know, Meg Ori has bangs and then Nell has bangs and it's all like the same type of bang. I'm like, did somebody come to set? It was like, I'm the bang cutter lineup. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it so weird. It. Like it's all the same time. It okay. was in three for one. Three for I one. guess it was. <laughs> Emily Ulrup and, uh, you know, uh, what's her name? Lacey. I guess they put their foot down. They're like, we're not doing bangs. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody else gotta get bangs. <laughs> that is uh, funny. I I'll, be, look, I'll be paying attention to that the whole time. It's probably gonna drive me nuts, but <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, I did notice Abby with the bangs because in the promo she has the the normal Abby hair, and then all of a sudden you see her with shorter hair and the bangs, and her long hair is when she's with Trace. And I, um, I don't know if this is like oh worldwide no thing but like you know the joke of um you know when you go through a bad breakup you have to just do women do something crazy with their hair yes like yeah so that was kind of like where my mind went the bang <laughs> it's like but I did not notice it with Barbara Niven and um Diane Ladd but yeah, that's if, interesting yeah if you watch the promo again just look for them and they all have same type of bang oh so. my goodness I'm trying to look it up. I'm trying to find Nels right now. But yeah. I do like that the it, you have to show some sort of like t either time has passed or yeah, and hair is generally the way to mm -hmm. do that because I think when she does have the Ad Abby long hair, you could tell it looks it looks like a wig kind of. So I think that's when they oh. flashback. I think that's when they flash back to when she's with Trace and what's happening because it does say it's a flashback to Trace, and then they want to show her later. Oh. And I think that's when she has the new bang do is the new, okay. like the new Abby who's, you know, <laughs> whatever, <Okay. laughs> making her trailblazing a new path. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like it. Confident Abby. So yeah. She looks so different. I'm she looks, beautiful. she does look very different. It's two very, very different looks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And the girls that, um, the, her daughters are really grown up it feels like like yes. any time that I've seen them in a promo, like they, they're really grown up. So it'll yeah. be if they have any sort of storyline at all. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And the, I think it's the older, the older sister. She was in a Hallmark movie recently. And I was like, she was. Oh, wow. She's, huge. <laughs> she's, she's like a young lady now. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that. 
What about you, Casey? Any hopes and dreams for season season five? Anything you're especially looking forward to? Oh man, I am just I, I'm I'm looking forward to a fresh start in Chesapeake Shores. I, I feel like there is new life that is breathed into the show, despite the multiple triangles. You all know how I feel about that. But I I think I can live with it as long as you know we let Jay down easy. And then, you know, I'm good with whoever Brie picks because both actors are great. (laughs) Um, And I just, I just hope that we have more levity in Chesapeake Shores this season. I hope we bring, you know, a little more comedy to, to the show. And Mm -hmm. I also hope that we don't dig more holes because I feel like in past seasons, it was like, um, there were just holes everywhere. Like I had so many questions. For example, Nell goes back to Ireland and she talks about her Dylan, 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 mm-hmm. Dylan O'Malley. And you're like, never again. It's never talked about. Yeah, again. exactly. Yeah. Just dropped. Just, it, it, it just never hear about it. <laughs> dropped out of nowhere. And then the other thing, Jess and her, um, what the, the, the school and the PTSD and like, yeah. again, dropped like as though yeah. it never happened and I was like wait 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 wait, what? Yeah. um and then Bree's book don't even get me started on Bree's book if you want to hear me get started on Bree's book oh, you can dear. listen to past <laughs> Chesapeake, <recaps>. chats. <laughs> Chesapeake chats yes I I still have questions about Bree's book like what exactly in it was so offensive like yeah yeah that was my questions too family, you know <laughs> so yeah I just I'm just hopeful that we have nice little arcs for everybody and it just is continuous so my hopes are more on the writing and the cohesiveness of this Mm -hmm. this season more so than the characters because I've always loved the O'Briens as characters and I've always said that the actors like if it weren't for the actors I would not be watching Chesapeake Shores because they do such a great job in their roles as their characters yeah it's just i get frustrated with the storylines mm-hmm. the same so, for me yeah yeah so um fingers crossed for a really good season five yes i'm excited Ooh. when we will be doing the reviews every um like by bi- bi-monthly right so weekly we'll be talking about two episodes per um podcast when the three of us get back on and i'm excited to ride this roller coaster with you guys let's do it <laughs> let's yeah. do it i'm looking forward yes. to it all righty um and chesapeake shores airs on the hallmark channel um premiering on sunday august 15th at 8 7 central so set your dvrs um tweet live tweet with us we will be there if we can um use the hashtag chessies it'll be fun chesapeake's well. <laughs> yeah, i think there's 10 10 episodes this time so I think that's yeah like a set so yeah mm-hmm. got more episodes so, lots of chesapeake shorts to cover and um while you're waiting go back and listen to all the interviews we have the interview with robert buckley we have an interview with andrew francis that rachel did a couple years ago we have two from barbara niven um i think we even have one from steven uh Huzar. yes mm-hmm. yeah. um 
And yeah, so go back and listen to that. And if you want to see um, just wild reactions to past seasons, you can also go look up Chesapeake Chats <laughs> at the Hallmarkies podcast. So, um, so buckle up. We're in for a fun ride. And where can people find you on the interwebs, Anne? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AWScott21. How about you, Carrie? I'm on Instagram at Hallmark Comics. That's Hallmark underscore comics. And you can find me on Twitter at Hallmark My Words. Make sure that you follow the Hallmarkies podcast wherever we are on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go check out our t-shirts, our merchandise. Um, and they're not just t-shirts. You can get like a little Jesse's mug or a notebook or a pillow. So go check out our, um, our merch store, subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, wherever you are listening to us, subscribe, leave us a rating and review five stars, please. And we will be back. Um, so until then, farewell. Bye-bye. Bye.